welcome back another day, another vlog. Great to see you all again, wherever you are across this beautiful big blue globe or flat earth, depending on what your thoughts are. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Um, some interesting stuff today. Uh, I found um, some pretty cool stuff, so we're going to get into that. Um, firstly, photos going pretty well. Gone through and selected most of them yesterday on the flight over. Had an hour delay, so I used up all my battery on my 16-inch. Um, choose the battery when you run in Photoshop and in Lightroom at the same time. I think I had to turn it off for about half an hour to go, so it was a three and a half hour flight, so probably only got about three hours, maybe three and a half hours solid work out of it, but that three and a half hours was just gold. So I just sat there and edited photos and I did pretty well. So I've got some more work to do tonight. Uh, hopefully I can get those photos pretty close to done and dusted tonight. That would be pretty cool. I've got some big jobs on tomorrow. Um, I've got to return an old mower, uh, re re return a borrowed mower, take, pick up a new mower. I've got to look at the new house, building new pest inspection on the house we're looking at purchasing. So probably not going to be a show tomorrow. I've got a funny feeling. I'll try my hardest to get one out tomorrow night um, but yeah it's looking like it may be dicey so I just wanted to be up front let you know don't 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 expect too much tomorrow sorry again I know it's been a pain and I've been very hit and miss uh, I'm doing the best I can that's all I can say to you I'm trying my hardest to stay stay on that regular date but uh, we've got to travel about 150 k's to 200 k's to go and look at this house from where we are now. So that's two, three hours back and forth, plus looking at stuff, dropping mowers, all the usual stuff that happens. Um, so by the time we get back, it's going to be night, and I want to keep working on the video to try and get that out for the weekend. That's probably a higher priority for me at the moment. So, anyways, that's that out, the, uh, done and dusted. So if I don't see you uh, tomorrow, which Realistically, probably not going to happen, I'd say. Uh, I will see you all on Monday, so quickly before I'll, I'll... Yeah, anyway, that's what's going to be happening. <laughs> Chaos is still ensuing, yes. I know, I need to buy this house and get in there and then go back to normal. But anyway, right, um, so that's looking good. Video's looking pretty good, some nice photos. Uh, some nice, uh, the mini two shots of elephant rocks and greens pools. Some, a nice big pano, a big global pano. That, that 361 they do, that come up really, really nice. Uh, some nice direct shots over Elephant's Rocks. Uh, they come up really, really spectacular. So super stoked about that. Um, I was That was the ones I was thought about adding into the other video, but it was a separate day and it sort of left only the, the tree uh, video section and I wanted to add in because it was, I had to fit a lot in these days to get done. Um, so yeah, it was busy, busy. So I had to rush down the Greens Pool, uh, drop, stop in there, quickly run out, do my drone stuff, then get back in the bus and then go to the next stop. It was one of those days. So, But there's some great shots in there and some great shots from the trees as well that shows off those beautiful big carry trees. So pretty happy so far with the photos that are looking pretty good for the video. So it should be pretty cool. So weekend, definitely for that one. I should have that done and dusted. Um, and yeah, other than that, Things are going well. I've got to unpack all my Barra Classic stuff, put that in, a, find a bag to put that in and put that out of the way so I don't have to deal with that anymore. I've got that, I've got a cleaner mower, I've got a few things on this afternoon, so <laughs> always chaos, always something to do. Anyway, 
Now, the Samsung event was last night at midnight. Uh, I didn't stay up and watch it. I did watch a, a fair bit of it today, and then I watched a couple of reviews and or chats about the different stuff they did talk about. Uh, looked at uh, TechLink, had a bit of a chat about it as well. Some interesting stuff that I didn't get out of the video, which was pretty cool. Um, basically, from the release and what they've actually announced and released in the US, because it, as always, Australia's missed out yet again. Uh, no interest at all at releasing them here. We're too small a market. <clears throat> and it, I can understand that completely. Two computers, the Galaxy Book Pro and the uh, 360. Now the 360 basically, the only real major real physical difference is 360, the back screen will fold over and act like a tablet or a triangle so you can self stand it up and sit there and it's a touch screen and all that amazing stuff. Very similar to the Microsoft book stuff. Um, I guess you'd imagine they've got a very big alliance with Intel and Microsoft on this. Uh, they're moving into it, so it's got very much those hints of Microsoft in there. It's running Intel Evo, Samsung Evo processors. So uh, it's loosely based on an ARM architecture. It will, uh, like the new Apple, the M1s, it will talk to both the Android systems and Microsoft systems. They, it's, a, it's a dual system where they meld and they, and they can communicate and you can run stuff off Android fluidly into, fluidly into Microsoft, they're saying. So look, that's a big, very much the way Apple's heading and or headed. And I think that was a good move by them to, to take that approach. I think there'll be a lot there that are covering both bases I think eventually we'll end up in a couple of years with one system where everything works together, full integration, which is would be ideal for everyone, uh, especially not advanced users, simple users being able to do the same thing on your phone as your laptop would mean you'd only need one unit. So you could pretty much do it all on your phone if you like that tiny, small format, or uh, at least what you can do on your computer, you can actually do on your computer uh, on your phone. So I know I have the same thing. If I actually want to do something important or banking or stuff like that, uh, some things you can do on the phone, um, but generally of important stuff, I'll sit down in front of my laptop and actually do it because I know it, it's a completely different look. Uh, now I've got the old Intel system on the 16 inch, but it's a completely different system compared to my phone and the way that works. So that integration is going to be good. Uh, I guess one in about another five years when I upgrade my laptop to whatever chip is out then, I'm sure they'll have it all sorted and it'll be all fluid as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, good stuff from Samsung on that. Price range um, starts off at $750 US for the Pro, $950 for the 360. Obviously a few more bits and pieces. Now I'm looking at the 15-inch screen. I didn't worry about the 13-inch. As much, I'm just talking about the top end stuff at the moment. Uh, it's got the 11th gen i7 Evo chip. So that's the one that can talk to both. So it's using a, a special architecture. I'm assuming it's something similar to ARM. So that's a little systems and big systems and they, little systems do little jobs and the big systems do the big jobs. And somehow they use some sort of Rosetta Stone technology to uh, talk to each other. So that was pretty cool. Um, AMOLED screen, so not an OLED, uh, didn't say it was 4K or anything. I even went over the Samsung, it didn't really give me too much of that. The screen does apparently look good. I looked at the unboxing of the Pro and TechLink, I think it, Short Circuit had it. 
and they said it was a really, really good display. So AMOLED screen, 20 hours battery life, they're saying, so that's pretty standard. Wi-Fi 6 and 5G available in them, so you can basically put a SIM card in your computer and go bunter, which is pretty cool. Um, 2.4 gigahertz to 4.7 boost on the Pro, 2.8 to 4.7 for those chips. Sorry, I meant to add that in before. Now, uh, Bluetooth is 5.1. Remember I said um, the new iMac was only five, uh, and there's 5.2 out. So again, this is another one that's not even putting the current Bluetooth in. I'm not sure why. It's a little bit strange because they talked a lot about it in their speech about connection and everyone working, all systems working together as a fluid system and Bluetooth and all that. 5.1's old, a little bit weird that I thought. Um, the Pro uh, for infrastructure on the side of the computers, um, pretty pretty decent. Uh, the Pro's got one Thunderbolt 4, so that's pretty cool. One 3.2 USB-C and then one normal USB-C. So. That Thunderbolt 4 is good for, I think, 40 gig a second. So that's really good. That'll be very, very cool. 360's got one Thunderbolt 4 and then two USB-C. So that drops down and loses a 3.2. So the Pro model's probably more, I guess, set up for dudes doing high speed, running multiple screens, uh, stuff because you've got that USB 4 to run your screens. The 3.2 can do all your data stuff for those high speeds. So that's pretty cool. Um, now you go to the top of the range on that 360, it's 1850 bucks US. Uh, they did talk about of an optional going up to two terabyte, but I can only see one terabyte max. So that was a bit weird. Um, 16 gig RAM max too, which is again weird. Um, I'm not sure why that is. I don't know if it's because of the architecture with those chips or what is. I've got 64 gig of RAM in my laptop. Uh, I use it every day, all day. Uh, I need as much power as I can. Stranger, these are pro machines that only got 16 gigabyte of RAM. That sounds a little light. You'd think a minimum it'd be 32 gig uh, as a brand new machine. And then one terabyte of storage is pretty light as well. Uh, big file sizes, we're talking 8K videos, minimum 4K generally on most, most pro stuff. So one terabyte's not much. Uh, you don't have like four. If you had a, if you had two or three multiple Thunderbolt fours, that'd be probably good because then you can run external SSDs onto it. But then you putting uh, gaffer tape or uh, all sorts of stuff on to hold the stuff on there. When like at least you could go Apple. At least you can option it up to I think eight terabyte or something ridiculous. So I thought that was a little bit weird too. A little bit strange. Um, other than that, Intel Iris graphics. Ugh, that's ugly. Um, I've, I've went through that pain with my old 13 inch and it's terrible. Uh, this has the AMD one in it, uh, the 16 inch, and it's so much better, so much more power. I don't know what, I guess because they're, they're, this is a collab between Intel and Samsung. They had to use their graphics as well, but it's a shite system. I'm so, so sorry. Now, um, there's, and also Dolby Atmos sound on it, which is, seems pretty standard nowadays. Most of the new ones got Dolby Atmos. So look, two little functions. 1850, what's about 2,500 Australian, I'm assuming that is if it does come here. 
So that's not too bad a price, I guess. It's not super powerful compared to a high-end Mac. Uh, there's a lot of other computers gonna be more powerful than this. I guess we have to see how that new um, Evo chip works and how much grunt. If it's similar sort of a spec upgrade to the M, like the M1 was against the old Intel, well then maybe it's gonna be worth that money. It's gonna be a good buy. Uh, if it's not really giving you that massive power boost, and uh, battery saving, I don't really see how it's such a big deal. It's just a Samsung option in an already saturated market, so a little bit weird. Now, over Linus on TechLink talked about the, a new Odyssey was also mentioned. I m must have missed it when I, I was just scurfing through, uh, so I must have missed it. There's an Odyssey version coming out, which is specifically for gamers. Now, he was saying that... Um, they announced it was gonna be the first ever laptop with an RTX 3050 Ti GPU on it. Now that makes more sense. Uh, that's what you want in there. From NVIDIA, only problem he said was, NVIDIA hasn't even announced that as being available or in production or anything. So Samsung has gone and dropped a big massive bombshell on NVIDIA, completely leaked out their new GPU processor for laptops. Um, but anyway, the Odyssey, when it comes out, is going to get that. Um, and I'm sure they're scrambling now and saying their deepest apologies to NVIDIA for uh, stuffing up their program and putting out such a big leak. So pretty crazy. Um, overall, I've, I actually expected something funky. Great to see the chip, the Evo chip they've been talking about for a little bit. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But realistically, it looked like a Microsoft uh, book, uh, whatever they call it, book, their book version. It basically looks exactly like theirs uh, with a Samsung finesse on it. Their little, I guess it'd be like buying an old Microsoft house and then Sam coming, Samsung coming in and renovating and making it look spickety span, uh, giving it that Apple feel. I guess that's the way I've seen it. Um, it didn't really sound tech wise and spec wise, didn't really sound mega super exciting as such. See how we go, I may be completely wrong. <laughs> now, Drone World, a couple of things, uh, some rumors on the Mavic 3 uh, from a couple of sources that uh, there's some out at the moment. To, they're talking about a September, August, September release for the new Mavic 3 Pro, yay. Um, it's probably gonna be eight, there's rumors of it that the testing now is a Someone's testing a unit, one of the prototypes has an 8K 30 frames a second sensor in it. Uh, that makes sense. It's gonna have to be as good as uh, the Evos, the Autel Evos. They're way ahead, they've already got 8K, 6K. You can crop down to 6K with the 8K, magic. Um, and also, there's the other rumor is the possibility that it may be a micro forward third sensor. Now that that one inch sensor's gone into the 2S, you can't just put that in the Mavic 3 and just sell it because there's no differentiating major factor. The 3 is the pro, the, the big boy. Um, it's great to have it 8K, but you put that on a micro four third sensor, that's gonna be insane. Uh, you, your options open up endlessly, better, way better low light performance. Whole host of features will increase with that one. So look, uh, again, rumors, hearsay, some sort of leaks from the people that are testing the units over from DJ Drone. 
So that was pretty cool, um, about the 8K30, that micro four third sensors, sort of a, I guess, reading, reading into the facts. And I think that's probably not far off from the truth. They need to make something that's insane. They were the market, this was the best of the best for so long until Autel and uh, Skydio come out. Skydio 2 and the Autel 6K and 8K come out. So they're gonna really have to A, beat them completely and, and sort of make it good enough that it's gonna last long enough to compete with whatever LTEL brings out next as well. So big, big deal for DJI to stay in the forefront of that. And I guess it's only probably six months, less than six months now, and we'll know all about that. Maybe four or five months, we should see something on that. Last but not least, a company called EXYN Technologies. Uh, they do drones and AI. They're, they're the first company in the world to create a full aerial autonomy at level 4A. Uh, so you've got levels one, one all the way up to five. Five is the, you tell the drone what to do, it'll just go and do it. It doesn't need any help, it does everything. Uh, up to three, there's still a pilot involved, 4A, it can is when it starts doing it by itself with no pilot. So they have completely mapped a mine, underground mine using a drone at 4A level. Wow, uh, massive, massive news, uh, huge. Um, two meters a second it will do and it will cover 16 million cubic feet in a single flight. That's about roughly nine football stadiums. So that is insane. We all know about, we, we hear about the Tesla and. The, their levels of autonomy and you've got to get to that level five. So that's when the car can just drive itself. Very similar in drones. Uh, currently, there's no one at that 4A. Exxon, or I hope that's how you pronounce it, Exxon, E-X-Y-N, uh, Industries, go check them out. Uh, if you have a mine or you're looking subterranean or you want to map something that's in a really, really bad area that can't use GPS, uh, and that's what they, there's no GPS, there's no pilot. This thing just flies using uh, LiDAR sensors. Uh, very, very cool. So yeah, very, very cool. 4A air autonomy in drones. Wow. Uh, the landscape is changing very, very fast. Holy hell. Anyway, that's it. Uh, as I said, I pr pr my apologies already for tomorrow. I'd say it's probably not gonna be a Friday show. I will catch you all again Monday. Have a great weekend. Hope you enjoy this week's video coming up. It's going to be a, a beauty. Go check that out when it gets put up. Best way to do that is to subscribe. Like, hit the like button, hit the down button if you don't like it. Tell me why. Give me some hints and tips on what I'm doing wrong. And um, I'll try my darndest to make it better. And uh, we'll see you all in the next one. Radio, where we going that way? That way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.